Hello, I am Dr. Holly Kelly, and you are listening to Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 with Melanie H. This is Everyday Leaders. I'm your host, Melanie Ake. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today's guest will share the disciplines that she's practicing every day that is allowing her to achieve a life of success. Today's Everyday Leader is someone who truly understands the power of conditioning your mind to becoming stronger in your life. Her purpose and her passion is to help us expose the things in our life to help us develop personal growth and to become leaders in our own life. This leadership lesson is one that you too can apply every day to live your life with success. Dr. Holly Kelly, host of Dr. Kelly's Perspective, is Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, show nine of 2019, and it starts now. Welcome to the program, Dr. Holly Kelly, Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, 2019. Good morning, good people is what I want to say to you. (laughs) Good morning, good morning. Man, I love you. I have connected to you on Facebook through a lot of other people that we we are in kind of a tribe with, uh, if you say, for leadership. And when I connected to you, you touched my spirit. And you have done so many Facebook Lives. You've kind of been my mentor for so many reasons. And we've never really, we've never really spoken until now, which is... Yes. (laughs) That's kind of... You know what, though? I think that goes to show that soul connection. Mm Mm-hmm. It does. It's a soul connection. And, And so, you know, you have so much credibility because you are military trained, you are leadership trained, you and your husband, you know, uh, reach out to people and and really encourage them in fitness. And you have really taught me some of the characteristics of the things that you need in your life as a balance. And so I started following you because I really got encouraged. I got inspired by Dr. Holly Kelly and your, your morning Dr. Kelly perspectives. And you've done 560 of those to date. <laughs> you are right. That number sounds voluminous, but my <laughs> goodness. It's crazy. But, but so, you know, when you think about people that are living their lives every day and they really, you know, just kind of go on with their daily lives and just think about what they're doing and going to the grocery and your perspectives give them some reflection time to say, now, look, <laughs> Whatever you are doing, whatever it is in your daily life, step back. Think about it. Think about how it, it means something to somebody else and do something with your life. Do something different that's going to make impact. And so I share it all the time because <laughs> I think it has so much value. It brings value to my life, and I want to share it with others. And that's why you're on this program. So I want people to be able to connect to you. Um, you're in California, and, um, and so tell me uh, your journey. And so uh, we can understand, you know, how your leadership values and your principles started in your life and how that's influenced you at this point to be able to be such a success. Well, first of all, please allow me to thank you publicly 
for not only your generosity, but thank you for what you do. And I, I said earlier that it's a soul connection, but I believe that we have um, we have a mutualism in, of, of loving on and helping people. And so I think that's the greatest connection, even um, – a social com- a social media connection can be felt when when there is an intimacy of purpose that locks horns. It, it just doesn't take much. So so thank you for your generosity as well. But if I were to describe my journey, I grew up in a military family, and so I always say there are five of us, and we were all five born in different states, and so. I'm always fascinated by people who are born, raised, live, and die in the same place. It's just because it's the antithesis to my growing up with all of our movement. But um, I think that began my love. I mean, it is a love. It is a passion for people, for different cultures, for learning, for reaching out, That all began because we so often transplanted and moved and picked up and, you know, had to start again with the friendship circle and the school circle. And and that that was my norm um, until my father retired. And so um, having always to know and be in the midst of different cultures and different people, I, I thought was an advantage for me. So... Although it wasn't intentional, all five of us ended up going into the military and serving <clears throat> in some manner, either reservists, and uh, I was the only one that stayed. I stayed 22 years and uh, served the United States Marine Corps. So my my professional background, per se, is, is one of structure and order and the military lifestyle and, and that strategic thought pattern that is groomed inside of you and um, just covered over with the umbrella of leadership. I had tremendous... I'm sorry, go on. No, no, no. I was just going to say, it's funny because you say the word structure, and I laugh because, you know, I resist structure. (laughs) 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 And I'm going to just lay it on the table right here. I resist structure, feeling like I'm in a box, and I too was raised in you know, going to multiple schools when I was young and because of mm-hmm. family situations. And so right. the adaptability that I think is so important for people to kind of just step and realize what were the things that you were doing when you were early in life that made you adapt? Maybe you were on different sports teams or maybe you were in different schools or maybe, you know, your parents were divorced. Something right. that, that affected you, right, to make you mm-hmm. more aware of things just aren't, you know, a, 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 a leave it to beaver, you know, right. it's exactly, yeah, it's not classic. Just here's what you do at five o'clock. You have dinner together at, you go to church at the same church every Sunday. You, you know, a lot of people just don't have that classic consistent lifestyle all the time. Right. And so, you know, why it's so it's important to hear from you is because you've experienced that. And we can't help others until we've gone through something that we have been able to overcome as far as, you know, the structure, which I know that's a bad word for me, but I'm learning. (laughs) (laughs) The structure gives you the ability to have a box or a framework so that, you know, for me, I think I look at it and go, 
okay, it's structure, but it's but it gives me the opportunity to be creative within that structure, right? And so mm-hmm. the framework is kind of the structure um, that, that I talk to people about too when they say, oh, structure, I can't do that. But it's just a framework. <laughs> it's just a framework. Yes, it, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a safety. And you know what is so funny that, that we're saying this out loud because I crave structure. And anytime I'm in situations... Um, that I see from my perspective as being unstructured, it automatically um, speaks chaos to me, and I don't I don't care for chaos. And, and so I will, even if I do not have the ability to structure the environment that I'm in, I'll structure my piece of my environment yep. within that chaos. Absolutely, uh, because that's it, it's comforting to me. It keeps me. I, I see them as, and I often use the analogy of guardrails. Yep. I, you know, guardrails don't have to be pretty, but they are functional right. and they they can save your life. Um, and so that structure I I crave and and you know throughout my life when I tried to book structure because I'm a rule follower. Right. As a child, I was a rule follower, and then I went into um, an institution that. <laughs> You know, that prides itself on following the rules. Mm-hmm. And so I look back over the course of my life, and um, I am a woman of faith, and God designed me like that. Because when I attempted to buck structure, it just, it, you know, it doesn't feel right. I am not in my element. It's like uh, mandating that a goldfish climb the tree. It's just not going to work. It's not pretty. It is, it's frustrating for the fish and everybody looking in on the fish is like, good night. Can I just help them, please? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so, so that's, I, I was designed like that. And so um, um, I function best and in purpose and on purpose when I, even if I'm not in a structured uh, community or an environment, I create my own. And I think that's important but, for people because what you know, when you teach your morning perspectives, you know, you bring up something like this. And then everybody gets online and they give their little comments. <laughs> they say, well, this is mm-hmm. what I think. This is how it affects me, right? But I think what's mm-hmm. important is because you have have been such, you know, John Maxwell would say, if you do something 10,000 times, you're a professional. You're an expert at anything. Yes. So you're 560. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On your perspectives. <laughs> but what I love is... It doesn't matter. You don't have to be like so restrictive in the structure. You just have a framework, right? It's it's how you identify with a process to make yourself confident in what it is that you're doing. And so there's so many lessons that you teach to give people that that um, confidence, right? That confidence in their own, like you said, your own lane. It doesn't matter what that is, but it, everybody's different. Right. But but it's still having that confidence to have that capacity <laughs> to grow yourself so that you can, you know, be really structured in your own lane. And that way you can kind of meld in with the rest of the world, but, but keeping it in your own voice and your own, um, you know, own passion. So uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> but, but I, you No, beautifully said. You said a word that I, I am... Um... It's not my word for the year, but it, it, it has rolled around in my mind for a few months now, the capacity aspect, because whether you are a rule follower, structured, you know, A-type personality, or whether you rebuke everything that smells like structure and 
and all in between. Um, we all have capacity to, to reach and to stretch into. And so, you know, wherever you are on the spectrum uh, is, is where I intend to challenge you to increase and maximize and enlarge and strengthen your capacity. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are, I often say that you get to define what success looks like for you. No one gets to come in and tell you. You get to, it is a choice that you make. But whatever you choose, maximize it. Right. Enlarge it, strengthen it, stretch it, um, and challenge yourself to, to go all out. Because um, I have a, a, a life model that I use that, again, serves as my guardrails and helps dictate what I will and will not do, what I how I will or will not treat people. My, my model says that if I cannot impact another's life, then I've wasted mine. Mm-hmm. And so with that, I just, I'm not going to treat some people any old kind of way. I just can't do that mm-hmm. because that guardrail that has been the foundation for my life. And, and so that all forms who I am. Um, I, I have, my mom has passed away, but I have a tremendous father and, um, four siblings, and so they all poured into my life, as, as all families do from the very beginning. And then when I chose to go into the military, I have had phenomenal leadership, mentors. Before I even knew the word mentors, that's what they were serving as in my life. Um, and another stick point for me as a mandate whom much is given, much is required. I have a mandate on my life mm-hmm. to reach back and to reach around and to pull up um, and to bring as many as possible into their own capacity. Mm-hmm. That, that's a mandate that I have. And, I, you know, I, I can't give mandates to others, but I believe anyone who has the, the privilege and the platform of influence or leadership has that same mandate. We're not all walking in it. We're not all operating from that that perspective, but um, I, I think some of the things that it, you know in your in your family, in your community, in our nation that are lacking is because too many of us are not walking in our purpose mm-hmm. of of bringing others along with us. You know, we I, have everything we need mm-hmm. to get things done mm-hmm. if we operate from that platform. Mm-hmm. And I think you said something really important. You had great influences in your life as mentors. And I've talked to so Tremendous. many people lately. And, and oftentimes we we tend to rely on our families to teach us the things that we think we're going to know for the rest of our life. People that... Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, I've, I've seen this so many times lately, <laughs> where it's, well, I wasn't able to do this, right? It's not excuses. It's just the belief system we have, because my word for 2019 right. is belief. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I've come to that because of my journey. But, but I really start right. to understand that when I speak to people and, and just listen to their stories, it's, you know, not feeling trapped, not feeling that, you know, my life is over so much for people, but it's, well, I've learned things that I'm doing because of the mentors that I've had that have been my family or have been my coworkers, but they've not decided to extend that to a community that can be like-minded of where they want to go. They don't know what that looks like. So stepping into, you know, a different environment to say, well, I don't, 
I'm pretty comfortable, right? And it's not really even fear. It's I don't know what that looks like. So when you talk about capacity, it's how do I, you know, how do I create that mindset to say, maybe there is something more that I'm not fulfilling? What do you think about that? You know, first of all, I love the way you have phrased the question. Absolutely loved it. Um, and I, two things come to mind. I, I have started previously and been a part of mentoring groups. And through that um, anecdotal research and the observation and the lived experiences, I have, I've come to realize that the best mentoring groups um, are formed. I've created the acronym WISE. Mm-hmm. Um, and meaning whole person, intrusive um, accountability. The S is support and the E is, is exposure. And the E is what stands out to me when you were speaking because we must be exposed to things, to people, to thought processes, to experiences, to successes outside of our silo. Mm-hmm. We have to be, or else we will be stuck. And even if we can't verbalize it, even if it can't be articulated, there is a rumbling in every person's gut for more. We may not know how more looks, but it is a rumble that will not cease. It may quiet for seasons of our lives, but until we step into the more and figure out and maximize that capacity, the rumble will continue. Mm -hmm. So it is vital. It's vital. People cannot take you where they have not been. And so although my mother loved me with every ounce of her being, there's some places she had not gone, some experiences she could not. So it was a mandate that I have others outside, which brings up the village concept. Mm-hmm. It takes a village to raise a person, a man or woman, and to, and to bring them into full capacity. So I think exposure is vital. We must surround ourselves, and, and in this 21st century and the, the globalism of, of Internet, we, and, and all that is available, even if you do not have physical villagers around you, we have the ability, the capability to insert ourselves into an environment of more via that computer, via that smartphone, via that iPad, and still suck them dry for every ounce of their knowledge, every ounce of their wisdom, and expose ourselves to the more. Yep. Because... You know, some of us can't get it. No one person can satisfy all of our needs. It was never designed like that. God God created community on purpose. That wasn't a happenstance. Um, and I don't think we need to shield ourselves from it for any reason. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, this is, <laughs> and I thrive in this. You know, I think me being an only child I don't have that experience. Uh, some things that happened early in my life you know, allowed me to kind of experience things with my grandparents and travel to um, uh, camp meetings and meet people from all over the country. Yeah. And so kind of like what you're saying, you know, you, what you're exposed to. And so I had that opportunity not to be afraid of people, not to be afraid of things that were outside of my normal. And, and so like you, when you speak about this, 
you know, I look at things that may be in people's environments today, and if they haven't, if they don't know what that next step is, if they don't know what they want to do, but they have that burning desire, like you say, something's pulling me, I need to do more, I need to contribute more, there is some reason that I'm here <laughs> besides right. just living, right? And yeah. not, not knowing what that is, but, you know, there's so many what they would call self-help books, right? In, in, in the airports, in the libraries, online. And, and so even if you are reading those books and they don't connect to you or they've not inspired you, even though people say, I feel isolated because, you know, that's not social media is great, but it's really not social. <laughs> You're not with people. Correct. You're right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I laugh about that all the time because I connect to you, like we said, soul women, people with souls yes. that connect, but we've never spoken until today. And, yes. you, and you've done 560 perspectives. And I don't, I don't know when, when I like, maybe I started following you at the very beginning. I, I think pretty close to it. But what's important is even though you do not have a, a physical connection, you can still be inspired through people, through journeys, through reaching out and exposing yourself to ideas and principles that you get to that next step, that you can get encouraged to take that next step. And it's so yeah. important for people just to experience that, to try things and not be frightened, right? Of Absolutely. Just taking a little bit of step, trying it, and if it doesn't work, try something else. Uh, and, and you teach this a lot on your morning side. You always get back into whatever topic it is. I think people always kind of bring up fear, like, oh, I would be afraid to do that. Oh, I, I don't know how I, I would be able to, you know, get into that. And so you give people so much purpose of whatever that looks like in your life. You know, you have confidence, have that perspective of confidence to what fires your soul, what, what really is going to drive you. And so that's what I love <laughs> just about this whole conversation is because if we're not exposed, I love it. Dr. Kelly, if we're not exposed to things that we're excited about in our life, we're kind of dying, aren't we? We're, we're just dying inside. Well, right. We're, we're the walking dead. It, it, it's just existing. It is solely existing. And I just, I believe with every ounce of my being that that was never the intention for us to solely exist. Mm -hmm. um, because there's so much more. I, you mentioned confidence. I think confidence is a muscle. And, and unless or until we build that muscle, we will stay small. Mm -hmm. We'll play small in this life. We'll think small. We will experience life as a small, very small circle. And, um, and so when we see other, and this, this is what I want people to recognize, that when we see other people that we deem successful and living life and loving life, and oh my goodness, what a life they have, and they're doing it, and they're going it, and they're, and they're experiencing it. They are no different with the exception of they built a courage, they built a confidence muscle. They were deliberate because all of us have fear. All of us have a dread. All of us prefer a comfort zone. Those people that we admire and look to 
um, again, we get to choose what we and what characteristics we admire, what traits we, we hope to aspire to. That's a choice individually for all of us. But all of those people who have reached that pinnacle simply develop their confidence muscle, and all of us can do that. Mm-hmm. All of us can do that. I want, I want people to live and to thrive. It is, it's, it's in my, in my, just part of my DNA to want people to succeed. Too many of us are failing. And not because we don't have the capacity or the capability, we have not exposed ourselves to more. We have chosen to remain in our comfort zone. We have not built confidence muscle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and I want to talk to you a little bit about, so talking about confidence and the muscle is the conditioning. And, and sometimes mm-hmm. we think about, you know, designing our life or designing the plan for exercise designing a plan to be better in our faith, designing a plan to be better in our finances. And you teach about this. And so your husband, Ira, he's wonderful. I haven't met him either, but I've seen him. And and he does physical fitness conditioning. And so, you know, you two are a perfect match and your kids, and it's just really fun to watch you and connect to you on this. But, but it's the same thing, physically conditioning, as have, having your mind be conditioned. Absolutely. And, and, you know, too often we try to segregate the two and isolate the two and put them and work them from silos, but it's, it's all the same. I, my husband and I have been married uh, next month, 31 years. And, you know, all of that time... I mean, he has, he has competed nationally and internationally, has more titles. He's trained thousands of people from, from professional athletes to the grandmother to paraplegics. He knows what he's doing, and he is passionate about it. Now, that is his calling. That's his purpose in life. But in all of that time, I, I allowed him to train me twice for um, military operations that I had. I knew were coming up, and so he trained me. But we learned early on, we said, you know, let's just stay married. I'm going to stay out of your gym, and how about you not try to, because this is not working. This is not working, so let's just stay married. Now, all of this time, fast forward to last year, I am now a client. And what I realized over and over and over again is that it is a mental, you know, we don't change unless we change our thinking. And so you mentioned conditioning in all those different aspects of our lives. And it has to begin in our mind. We have to choose. We have to make the decision. Those are mental faculties, choosing and making a decision and, and um, you know, changing your mindset. And so you're right. We, we, I'm going to keep him. I am absolutely going to keep him. But, um, you know, I, I'll do the mental, he does the muscle, and it's a beautiful combination, but it is a mental aspect. And once I began working out with him and I allowed him to train me, I saw, he, he says over and over and over again, he said, you know, keep, don't, don't let the pain go to your mind. It's only, in your, it's only in your quad. It's only in your calves. Keep the pain right there. Don't let it slip up to your mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and, great. Uh, that's great. Uh, yeah, I thought so too. And when I do it, it's like, okay, I can do this. 
Well, and you know, and and so so many people go through this, and you experience pain at some point in your life, whether whatever that looks like, right? All of us experience something differently, either physical, emotional, spiritual, some kind of pain, the loss of something important in our life or something we're trying to achieve that's really hard and we have to think through it. Even, you know, kids that are going to school in their perspective, right? That's why I love your 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 daily perspective <laughs> because it is all about where you are in your life. That is your perspective, you may not have Absolutely. my perspective or your perspective or, you know, Ira's perspective or Joe's perspective because it's our perspective. You talk about yeah. how it affects you, but, you know, the journey is figure it out, right? Figure out how you feel about these concepts so that you can then live your life with success. And that's what's so Beautifully important. Beautifully said. I mean, Mel, you are masterful at this. You are <laughs> masterful at this. I'm serious about that. It is your perspective and figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know. I love you, girl. You inspire me to death. (laughs) I love my mail. I love my mail. (laughs) This is so much fun. And I know we're on a time constraint, but I I so thank you from my heart. I cannot wait to get to San Diego to meet you in person and give you a big hug. But um, get a hug. Oh man, this time together has been so special, and I want to encourage people to get on seven a.m. Eastern. Get on in the morning Absolutely. and watch Dr. Yeah. Kelly's perspectives. I share them on my Make Connections for Life pages, my Facebook pages. So many valuable things. That's how I start my day. If I'm able to jump on live, it is just a quick few minutes of inspiration. Figure it out. Get your day started. Kick it off. Uh, it's 4 a.m. your time. So people that say, oh, that's so early <laughs> on the Eastern Coast. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> that is not early. <laughs> oh, that's not early. I've been up for hours. That's, uh, but you, that's, I'm an early bird. You are the encourager. You're the person that I go to. And so I want people, I really wanted people to know who you were to connect to you more than just, you know, here I've shared your Facebook. So um, thank you very much for coming on the Everyday Leaders Program. And I want you to, you know, wrap up with this, you know, what do you want to say to the audience in closing and how else can we connect to you? Well, again, Mel, thank you so much for the opportunity to share your platform with your your audience, your listeners. The love, the respect, the encouragement is mutual. Please know that. Um, and they can connect with me at drhollykelly.com, and Holly is H-O-L-L-I-E. So they can reach out and connect there. I, I absolutely love going and speaking at different venues and um, different workshops, leadership workshops and uh, women's empowerment workshops. So they can connect with me right there, drhollykelly.com. And obviously I'm out on Facebook as well, Dr. Kelly's Perspectives. But reach out. I just want you to, uh, I'll reiterate what I said earlier a few moments ago that there's no need for any of us to go through this life existing. We were designed for more. And once we reach and tap into our and maximize our fullest capacity, our fullest potential, that's when we really start living. It is. It is. Gain perspective in your life. Connect to this lady. You will 
begin to live your life differently. I promise you, I have. <laughs> I love you, girl. Thank you very, very much I for love you. being on the program. And have a wonderful week and happy late Valentine's Day. <laughs> Until I rise and hello. love to you and Jill. I will do the same. All right, dear. Have a great 2019.